Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. I tried to record this earlier on today, and I was recording in my bathroom because it's Thanksgiving morning right now in Canada, and my husband was sleeping in, and I got up early, and I did a workout, and I wanted to record a podcast, And I didn't want to be disrespectful and go into my office because sometimes when I talk on these podcasts, I get really loud and fired up. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to hide myself in the bathroom, but the sound quality wasn't the best. So here we are recording again. I'm so excited for this episode because I want to talk to you about the different tools to use when you are at different stages of your healing journey, your food freedom journey, whether you are binging and feeling completely out of control with food, whether you are doing some overeating, maybe you're just eating emotionally, or maybe you are past your struggles with food. And now you are maybe having a hard time with your body image and the way that you view your body. So of course, there's going to be different tools that you have to use based off of where you're at. So I want to kind of go through them all today and just give you a little bit of a bigger picture of what you should be focusing on, depending on where you're at. Now, before I share all of the the goods, I just wanted to let you know that I am hosting a completely free masterclass happening this week on Thursday, all about how to navigate comments about your body. So I know it can be really triggering when somebody makes a comment about your body, whether to them they see it as a compliment, like, you look so good. Or maybe it's more of a negative comment. Regardless, nobody should be making comments about your body. And I know how difficult it can be to navigate it and how, you know, it's really easy to to resort to food when you are feeling insecure or you're not feeling good about your body or you're just finding yourself now obsessing about your body because other people are noticing your body. I know it can really lead into a spiral. So I'm going to be hosting a free masterclass. It's called Rise with Resilience, because that's what we're going to be learning in in this masterclass, how to rise above, how to rise with resilience when we do get triggered. So I will be teaching you like specifically what to do, how to respond to a negative comment made about your body, how to work through your triggers in a healthy way without turning to food to cope, how to be unapologetically yourself, how to cultivate confidence in the body that you're in right now, and and just so much more. So with the holiday coming up, 
This information is truly going to be so helpful to have in your back pocket when you go to family events or just in general. So if you're interested in joining the free masterclass, you can just click the link down below in the show notes and I will see you inside. Okay, so let's start off with binging, okay? Because this is really how it goes. Like, I've, I've coached clients and I've seen this. And even from my own experience, it's like a lot of people come to me and they're at this point where it's out of control, binge eating, the guilt, the shame, like eating way past fullness, eating past physically sick. And then it turns more into like, okay, I have a little bit more control, but now I'm just kind of overeating a little bit. And then it goes to like, okay, I'm not really overeating, but I'm just like eating when I'm not hungry or I'm eating foods and like, I know I don't need it. And then there's the body image, right? So let's start off with binging, okay? So this is when you are feeling out of control with food. You're going through that out of body experience. You don't feel like you have any control. You are completely out of tune with your hunger and fullness cues because you most likely are going through periods of restricting yourself. And then also that pendulum swings to the other side of eating way past fullness. So when you are binging, the most important thing is to have control back right? That is like the most important thing. When you are binging, you are out of control. So if we want to stop the binging, we have to regain control. Now, doing this, the most crucial aspect in this phase when you are binge eating is learning how to rewire your brain so you can stop feeling that urge and that impulse to binge. I talk about this a lot, but it's just facts. Like, This is just so, so important, you guys, because when you are binging, the reason that you binge, the reason that you feel out of control with food is because you have that urge, you have that impulse. If you don't feel that urge and that impulse, you would not binge. So that is very important. Like you have to get rid of the urge to binge. Now, of course, there are other things that are very important, like releasing food rolls right? As soon as you have a food roll, that creates pressure, that creates this idea in our head, I can't have it, I'm going to have it. Like you tell me I can't have it, I am going to have it. And it's not just like, I'm just going to have like one scoop of ice cream. It's like, I'm not allowed to have this. So if I'm going to have it, I'm going to eat like an entire tub of ice cream right? It's like we do the complete opposite action of what we feel like we should be doing. Because if we feel like we're quote unquote messing up, well, I might as well mess up like and go a hundred percent. I'm not going to just have like, you know, grab a tablespoon and have like a tablespoon of ice cream. No, like I'm going to eat the whole thing. So yes, you do need to release your food rolls, but here's the thing. You have to do it slowly. Because if you're feeling out of control, in your mind, what you believe is if I start eating the foods that I had previously restricted, I'm going to be even more out of control with food. I am going to binge even more. And we have to make sure that like 
our nervous system is regulated and you're doing things in a way that feels safe for you. That feels, you know, it, it, it feels good for you in terms of this speed, right? So slowly releasing the food rules. Maybe that doesn't look like going to the grocery store and buying all of your favorite foods. Like maybe that just looks like, you know, allowing yourself one food. Or maybe that looks like, okay, normally I only allow myself, you know, one piece of toast. So I'm going to allow myself two pieces of toast. Like it can be little tiny moments like that where, oh, I had two pieces of toast and I didn't binge. Or I allowed myself to eat the chocolate and I didn't binge. So that is going to create this self-trust. That is going to create this momentum to be like, ooh, okay. I can do this. I can do this. And then that gives you permission to release other food rules, but you have to take things slow. Now, another thing about rewiring the brain and stop feeling that urge to binge, there needs to be this time that you create between feeling the urge and giving into the urge right? So every single time that you feel the urge and you give in, you are strengthening that urge. You are intensifying that urge. You are making that urge feel more intense. So I know it feels uncomfortable and I know it's hard to not give in, but if you're binging, like this is fundamental. Like I can't just like sugarcoat this and be like, oh, it's okay. Like it's okay. Just give in to your binge urges. No, because that's not going to help you. In fact, that's going to make the binges feel even harder to work through because you are like strengthening those neural pathways in your brain every single time you feel that urge and you give in right away. Okay. So this might look like, you know, creating more time. So this isn't like, oh, I'm just going to distract myself and like, you know, set a timer and like just wait and like just twiddle my thumbs. But it's, It's like, okay, like, what can I do in between? Like, how can I create more time? Because in my head, if I know that I give in right away, that's not helpful. So I could give in, like, technically, I could give in to that urge, but I have to, like, sit in the discomfort a little bit. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to understand that the discomfort doesn't last forever, just like any emotion. Sadness doesn't last forever. Frustration doesn't last forever like any emotion that you feel, you eventually get over it. You eventually don't feel that same emotion like for a long period of time. It eventually fades, right? So allowing yourself to maybe feel the discomfort, sit with the discomfort, be in the discomfort and remind yourself like, I am okay. Like I am okay right now. And another thing too is like, are you... Are you actually like enjoying your meals? The biggest thing that I see is when when we're when we're binging and we're feeling out of control is like you're not allowing yourself to eat what you want. You're not allowing yourself to eat what you want. So then you're thinking about the foods that you really want and you're fantasizing about them and like food is on your mind so much more and you're just, you're, you're, you're like eating and like you're full, but it's like, mm, that, that wasn't really it. Like I didn't really hit the spot. 
this is going to create those binges, right? Because just like anything, if you go to, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's like, let's say you go to the ice cream shop and you're so excited to get ice cream and you're like, I want cookie dough ice cream. Like that's my favorite type of ice cream. So you get there and let's say I'm like so excited to get cookie dough ice cream. And then I get there and they only have like chocolate, vanilla, ew, strawberry. Strawberry is disgusting. But let's just say they had chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Let's just say, for example. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I'm going to have chocolate ice cream. Like, it's going to be good. I like chocolate ice cream. But it's, mm, nope, it's not the same. It's not the same as my chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. So it was good, but it wasn't great. You know? So in your, in your, in your meals, in your snacks right now, Like, are you actually allowing yourself to eat the foods that you actually do want? Maybe it's like, you know, for, for breakfast, it's like, you really want oatmeal and you want almond butter and you want the banana and you want the blueberries and you want maybe even some chocolate chips in there. But the little voice inside of your mind is like, Ooh, I just binged yesterday. Definitely can't eat chocolate. Ooh, I just binged yesterday. Like I probably shouldn't have oatmeal because the carbs and like you allow your voice, the judgmental voice to take over or the binge voice to take over. It's time to restrict. You binged yesterday. You had too many calories yesterday. You had way too many carbs yesterday. So are you giving into that binge voice? Are you allowing the binge voice to take over? Or are you connecting to your true voice and actually allowing yourself to have what it is that you want? Like, this is so important. If you want to be able to have control with food, you have to allow yourself to actually have what it is that you're wanting. That's that's really, really important. Now, another thing when it comes to binge eating is support and not feeling alone. So binging isn't the same as like emotional eating where you're sitting on the couch and you're just, you know, having something to eat, but you're not really hungry. Like that's way different than binging. Binging is the guilt, the shame, the judgment, eating past fullness, the out-of-body experience, the obsessing about food and calories all day long, constant food thoughts like feeling bloated, feeling heavy, feeling disgusted, sitting in the shame, feeling blah, like that is so different than overeating and emotional eating. So this is when you need the most amount of support. This is when you need to to not feel alone. And I will never not talk about this because this literally changed my life and it changes all of my clients' lives in my group programs because there is something about hearing somebody go through something that you're going through. Like there's just something about that that allows you to like relax your shoulders and like take a deep breath and be like, wow, I am not crazy. Like I am not the only one experiencing this. Like there is just something about that. And you might not understand how, how important it is to surround yourself with other people until you're in it. And you're like, wow, like this makes such a big difference because for so many reasons, number one, like I said, you don't feel alone, 
But then number two, it's like they get you. So when you're having a hard time, you're like, you know, I allowed myself to bring in cookies into the house, but then I felt out of control. It's like you're not alone. So like this other person next to you also experienced that, but they were able to work through it. And you know what worked for them? They're going to share it with you. And then you can relate to them and they understand you. And it just feels really good. It feels really, really good to not feel alone. So binging is, is, is getting rid of that urge to binge. It's learning how to rewire your brain. It's actually giving yourself permission to enjoy what you want and getting plugged in, getting plugged into support, getting plugged into a community and, and learning the tools because binging requires the most amount of tools. It requires the most amount of support because it's not just about what do I do? So I'm binging, like, what do I do? It's so much more than that. It's like, well, how do I work through now the guilt that I experience? Or how do I tell a loved one that I'm struggling with binge eating? How do I navigate comments from other people? Like, there's so much more to binge eating. It's not the same as just some cute overeating or some emotional eating. Like, there's a lot more to it. So it requires the highest level of support, highest level of community, and highest level of tools. Now, let's say you stop binging. Okay, so I actually had a client come to me, and she wasn't really binging, but she was overeating. Okay. She was overeating. So with this, the focus needs to be on slowing down mindfulness and satisfaction. So when you are overeating, you have more control, right? So maybe you don't experience those like crazy intense binge urges that you would experience if you are binge eating, but you tend to just eat past fullness. Maybe it's not physically sick, but you know that like, you know that you just like you overate. You're like, okay, I didn't need to eat the second bowl or like I didn't need to finish that. Like now I'm, I'm too full, right? So let's talk about slowing down. So often in our days, it's like, I got five minutes to eat. I got to hurry up and make something quick. Like there is so much fastness, fastness. There's so much happening in our day from moment to moment to moment to moment. And if you're anything like my previous self, I always felt like I needed to be doing something. I wasn't allowed to relax. I had like this masculine energy in me where it was like, go, go, go. What's the next thing? Okay, you just finished this. Okay, on to the next thing. Oh, you're tired. Oh, it's okay. Go for a walk. Like there was so much hustle and there was so much like need to always be doing something. And because my life was very fast paced, my eating was very fast paced. So my life was very quick. So then when I, when I ate, I always said, I don't have time. I I don't have time. So just hurry up and eat this meal. Like that's not like, you don't get a badge of honor for being super busy and having zero time. I thought it was really good to be busy all the time. To just go, 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 go all the time. And what I realized was that in order for me to slow down my eating, I needed to slow down my life. And, 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 and I don't mean like slow down my life, like 
If you have goals, well, just slow those down. No, because you guys know I'm a go-getter. I go after what I want. That's just the way that I am. But slowing down also means like taking five minutes in the morning when you're drinking your tea to like actually enjoy it. That actually means when you're taking a shower, like, are you in there and are you out? Like, how fast can I just do this? Cause I need to get onto the next thing. Or are you actually enjoying your shower? And I know this has nothing to do with food, but it has everything to do with food. It has nothing to do with food, but it has everything to do with food. If you believe like you are this high achiever and you have to just go, 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 go all the time, you're not going to want to spend 10, 15, 20 minutes eating a meal because quote unquote, that's a waste of time. That was my mentality. I was like, I don't have time. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just like sit here and like twiddle my thumbs for 20 minutes as I finish my meal. Like, I don't have that time. But we need to slow down because when you slow down, you're more mindful. When you're more mindful, you can connect with your body. When you can connect to your body, you can see, is this food tasting good? Am I hungry? Am I full? Like, how how am I feeling? Right? When you are slowing down, you can actually be present. Like you can, you can feel your body. You can see how the food tastes. Like, what does it actually taste like? Is it good? Like how, how is the meal? Are you enjoying it? Is it what you expected? Like, are you slowly getting full? Are you getting full really, really fast? Like how, how are you doing? And then the other thing too, is like satisfaction. So I talked about this with the binging, like, are you actually allowing yourself to eat what you want? But when it comes to satisfaction, it's like, like, do you leave your meal feeling satisfied or do you leave your meal feeling full, but still longing for some satisfaction? So the reason a lot of people overeat is because they're not satisfied. It's like that meal was good, but I need something salty now. Or I need something sweet now. So there isn't that satisfaction. So I have to go get seconds or I'm going to go in the cupboards and I'm just going to have, you know, some fruit to satisfy my sweet tooth. Or I'm going to have a piece of chocolate to satisfy my sweet tooth. Or I'm going to have something salty to satisfy that. Like you're not satisfied. So of course you're going to keep on overeating, right? Like that's just, it, that's just the truth. So if you want to start slowing down and being more mindful, Something to to add into your routine is like breath work, a thousand percent and meditation. That's just going to slow down your nervous system. Maybe you can't slow down your life. And I don't even like saying slow down your life because I feel like that just means like you have to put everything on pause. And that's not what I'm saying. It's just like finding those pockets in your day of stillness, of slowness, like when you're doing things, like even when you're sending an email, are you like frantically hurrying up and like writing that email or like, are you taking your time? And are you, and I don't mean like moving slowly, but I think you guys are understanding what I mean. Like, are you being present, you know? So meditation, breath work, you guys know I'm so big about breath work. I have an entire course on breathwork. I have a breathwork bundle and I do breathwork every single day because it just helps me so much connect to my body, regulate my nervous system. And I just feel so much more calm throughout the day. Even when my days are super busy and super chaotic, I feel calm. So that is definitely going to support you with that. Now, let's say 
you stopped binging, you maybe stopped overeating, but now you find yourself like eating when you're not hungry and you, you find yourself eating something and you're like, wait, like, why did I even eat that? Right? Like, why? Why did I eat that? Well, a few things. Okay. We turn to food when we don't experience pleasure. We turn to food when we feel like we're not getting our needs met. So you like you need comfort in your life. You need pleasure. You need joy. You need safety. You need to feel like you belong. You need to, you 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 need validation. You need to feel accepted. Right? You need to experience like all these positive endorphins. You got to feel good. And when you don't experience that thing, it's like we know we can always rely on food. Food is like the best friend that like you can call up at three in the morning and they have your back. Like, you know, you can always rely on food. But the reality is, is like, are you allowing yourself to have pleasure? Are you allowing yourself joy? Like I have a client that I'm working with right now inside of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. And she says like her life is very go, 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 go. And she feels like, there isn't really any pleasure in her life. So I said, well, that's really like the first step. Like all areas of your life, like friendships, career, like all these areas, like, are you actually enjoying your life? Because if you don't enjoy your life, you're always going to be like trying to run away from it. And this is important. Like, do you believe that you are worthy of experiencing pleasure, of resting, going back to like the go, go, go? Do you allow yourself to rest and experience fun and experience pleasure? For the longest time, I never allowed myself to do that because I was the hustler. I I remember like, you know, when I had my fitness studio with my husband in 2018 And it's like, from the time that I woke up to the time that I went to bed, it was like work mode. And I loved what I did, but it was like, that's what my, like, that was my life. So on weekends, that was my life. I remember sometimes my clients asking me like, oh, what do you have planned for this weekend? And I'm like, oh, just at the studio. Okay. Well, what are you doing for the long weekend? Oh, just, uh, just working. Oh, what did you guys do for this thing? And I'm like, oh, just at the studio, just working. Like that was my life, but I didn't feel like I was able to take rest, to experience pleasure, to go out with friends and have a good time because that felt like to me, like, like, who am I to do that? Like I have a business to run. Like I have, I have, I have things that I have to get done. Like I always just felt like I was wasting my time. But the reality is it's like, you're wasting time if you don't allow yourself to experience the fun, the pleasure, the joy, because you're just going to end up binging. And that's wasting your time more than just going out and having fun and allowing yourself to experience pleasure and resting. Like, what if that 30 minute rest period during the day was everything that you needed to prevent a binge later on. Like you're just, you're trying to like, you're, you're, you're at work and you don't want to be at work, 
or you're, you're, you're doing a task and like, you're avoiding it at all costs. Like you don't want to do something, you know, when you ever avoided something, it's like, you don't want to do it. So then it's like, Ooh, let me just fill up my time with binging. Well, that's, that's avoiding it, right? Like you're just, you're just avoiding the thing that you need to do. So binging number one, isn't going to make you feel better. Number two, binging only gives you like that short burst of, of comfort that you're looking for. So it's like, now you're spending actually so much more time, like binging, right? When really, if you just listened to your body and you needed to rest and you needed to slow down and you just allowed yourself to do that, there was like that permission piece. Well, you rested and you allowed yourself to slow down a little bit. So you actually don't need the food. Like you actually never needed the food. But when you don't listen to your body, you need the food because you're not listening to your body. So pleasure and, and, and rest and fun and connection in your life is so important. When you are on the couch at eight o'clock at night and you're snacking and there's nothing wrong with this. I want to make this very clear. Like, it's not bad that you're doing that. But if you're noticing a pattern of like, you're doing this way more than just like, a few times and you know, it's like a habit that's not healthy. That's, that's where we need, that's where we need to obviously focus on. But like, there's nothing wrong with like sitting on the couch and having popcorn when you're watching a movie, like there's nothing wrong with that. But if it's like this everyday occurrence or it's happening multiple times and you're like, okay, but I don't feel good. Of course, that's when we need the the support and stuff, but figuring out like, Am I like, what's the story there? Like, why am I not allowing myself to have fun? Why am I not allowing myself pleasure? Or like, how can I add those things into my life more? That is really, really important. Now, body image. Now, body image can be when you're struggling with binge eating. Body image can be when you're struggling with overeating. Body image can be struggling when you're struggling with emotional eating or none of those things. And you just don't feel good in your own skin. The biggest thing when it comes to body image is working on limiting beliefs. There are so many limiting beliefs floating in around in our mind. I'm not good enough. I don't look good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this enough. Like we're so hard on ourselves and we take it out on our body. We feel like I'm only going to be worthy if I lose the weight. I'm only going to be worthy if I look a certain way. And I remember feeling this way too. I'm like, I just want attention. Like, just love me. And Maybe if I just fix my body, then people will like me. That's never, ever like the case. If we don't get rid of these limiting beliefs, we're not getting to the root. We're just surface level. We're just going to lose the weight and we're still not going to like what we see in the mirror. We're going to be a size smaller and we're still going to believe that we can't put ourselves out there because we don't look a certain way. There are limiting beliefs that are deep down in your subconscious mind floating around that are like deep into your brain. So doing surface level things like losing the weight or going on the diet and like trying to fix your body. Okay. On the outside, you might look different, but on the inside, it's the same stories. The the, the beliefs are still there, rooted deep down in your subconscious. So unless we work on subconscious reprogramming and we work on the limiting beliefs, like the limiting beliefs are still going to be there. 
And the truth about healing body image is, is that it has nothing to do with your body. Like, I, I hate when people say just like positive affirmations, like, I love my body. 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 And then one day I'm going to love my body. No. I remember sitting down in the morning when I would do my morning routine. It, it was like 4.45 or like 5 in the morning when I went to my studio, before I went to my studio. And I was like writing down like, I feel good in my own body. Like I feel confident. And I just wanted to like rip my pages out because I was like, no, I am actually feeling so gross right now. I'm actually feeling so bloated. I am feeling disgusting right now. Like I just wanted to rip my entire journal out and I'm like so frustrated. Like this is not true at all. And I think what ends up happening is we like when we when we don't like our body, we feel like we have to do something about our body. But you don't have to do something about your body. You have to do like the inner work to work through what it is that is actually going on because that has nothing to do with your body. When you're focusing on your body, that's just like obsessing about your body. Like, I love my body. I love it. Like you, you're, you're placing more attention and focus on your body, but body image, like healing body image has nothing to do with your body. It's getting clear on your identity. Like, who are you outside of your body? Like you are not your body. You are more than your body. And when you just try to focus on body image, affirmations, positive, like, I love it. I love my body. I love me. There's like frustration there. There's like, it it, it feels off because you're like, this isn't the truth. And then we become even more frustrated because it's like, well, shouldn't I love my body? Like, that's the goal. I have to love my body. And I don't even like my body right now. So like, shit. So there's, there's so many more things when it comes to body image, but what I want to share with you in this podcast is like, we have to stop focusing on the body. Like that is like hands down the, like the most important thing to understand. If you are wanting to heal body image, you have to focus less on body image and like what's actually going on internally. What's like, what's the root of the body image? How can we go back and, and figure out where this even started and how can we heal it at the root so that it doesn't matter if you, if you gain weight, if you lose weight, if you stay the same, like you are unshakable, like you are so confident in, in your own skin because you realize that you're so much more than your body. You're not, your happiness isn't dependent on the way that your body looks. Your success isn't dependent on the way that your body looks. Your worthiness isn't dependent on the way that your body looks. You are worthy for who you are, not the way that your body looks. And if you can understand that, you're going to be in a good place. And it took me a while because I remember when I was struggling with body image and like my coach at the time was like telling me all these things like identity work and And I was like, but just how do I feel good in my body? Like, I don't care about that stuff. Just tell me what to do. And I I realized that like, we can keep trying to fix the body or we can actually do the thing that's creating the body image and, and actually work through it. Right. It's just like binging. It's like, we can keep dieting. Right. And trying to like motivate ourselves and trying to restrict more 
But if you actually want to get rid of your binging, it has nothing to do with the food. And it's everything to do with rewiring your brain and getting rid of that urge. So it's like, we have to understand that. We have to understand that. And I'm going to be talking more about all of this, like doing such a deep dive into this work to heal a body image and actually doing the inner work, working on the limiting beliefs, your identity, all of this juiciness stuff inside of my upcoming program, um, body image boost. It's starting November, but that's just something if you're interested in, you can always message me, but it's going to be so good. So anyways, you guys, these are the tools. These are the tools. If you are struggling with binge eating, overeating, emotional eating, body image, you see how different they are, but they actually all impact each other. Like if you haven't worked through body image, you probably are struggling with your relationship with food because when you don't feel good in your body, it's like, well, I'm just going to overeat because I already don't feel good in my body. Or if I don't feel good in my body, well, I can't eat that. And I have to only eat this because I don't feel good in my body and I have to lose weight. So it's like everything impacts each other. And then if you're emotionally eating and you know, you're eating and you're not, and you're not actually hungry, it's like, then there's guilt. It's like, Oh, why did I do that? And then you feel bad about yourself. When you feel bad about yourself, it's like, well, let me just self-soothe with food. So then you tend to overeat even more. And you guys are probably understanding that they're different, but they're the same. They're different, but they're the same. So it's important to work through all of them. If you've maybe mastered, like maybe, you know, you've, you've, maybe you're no longer binging right now and you're just doing some overeating. It's like, we still have to work through that because if not, that can create you know, that can lead to emotional eating and the emotional eating can lead to body image struggles. So we have to work through all of this. Okay. So like I said, if you are interested in my body image program, you can join that. We are diving deep. We're getting into the root. It's starting in November. Send me over a message. You guys know on Instagram or Facebook, just send me over a message. Hey, I'm interested in your body image program. I'll send you over the details. And if you are wanting to join my free masterclass happening this week, you can also join that as well. And it's happening this week on Thursday. I'm going to teach you how to work through comments about your body, whether somebody is quote unquote complimenting you and they're saying, oh, you look so good. Or maybe they are you know, saying something negative about your body. I want to show you how to work through those triggers, how to be able to cope with them without turning to food, what to say, how to respond, how to have how to still rise with resilience and feel confident in the skin that you're in and not let these comments shake you or spiral into a binge. So if you are interested in that free masterclass, register through the link down below and you can go ahead and join us. So Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. I hope you found some helpful nuggets in this podcast and you will really just look at this from a bigger lens and, and start to implement, start to implement a few of these things. And if you need support and you are wanting to dive deeper into specific topics, whether it's the binge eating, the emotional eating, the overeating, the body image, message me and I'm here to support you. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch you guys in the next episode.